Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to uh, the Oz Network. Back for another episode covering Lost. I hope you've been uh, okay during the week, waiting for this new episode to launch. I know you've all been excited to hear us talking about the latest episode of season five, The Little Prince, or I think more The Little Shit. Um, <laughs> Aaron in this episode don't get me started uh, yeah we're back this is episode 4 of season 5 it aired on February 4th 2009 <sighs> how was that 12 years ago <laughs> where did the time go uh, we need we need some flashing light time travel so we can go back to when I was a teenager and Ben was courting me um <laughs> <laughs> this episode was written by Brian K. Vaughan and Melinda H. Taylor and was directed by our good friend Stephen Williams. Uh, so my name is Noah and who's Aaron? <laughs> and my name is Ben, Ben Rousseau. <laughs> uh yeah, The Little Prince, episode four. It's a Kate episode. Hooray. Uh, bin for Noah. There uh, it is. Get it over with Bin. Well, you say that. Uh, <laughs> of course this, it is. <laughs> this, this is a Kate episode, but I feel like Kate's barely even in this. She does nothing. She's useless in this episode. Well, I mean, I think you say that throughout the entire series, don't you? Um, she looks good in sunsuit. That's about it. Uh, um, <laughs> does look pretty good in sunsuit. Yeah. Um, but no, it's... The, I mean, I think we're just on a really weird trend right now that we're just getting such meh episodes. Um, what happened to this show? We really liked last season. It ended well. You were on a buy streak. I bought the first one of this season, but now it's just like, okay, there they are doing their lost things, getting a blood nose. That that's about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I I wondered why I didn't remember this episode. There's nothing really that happens in this episode, so that's why yeah, I didn't remember episode, it. <laughs> it's just very random. There's just a lot of little puzzle pieces being moved, but I I would go on record and say this is one of the least memorable episodes in the history of Lost. Yeah, I mean, this is the, um, I don't know, Jared Lubick of Lost Episodes. Like, <laughs> good guy. <laughs> I'm nothing against Jared, but of all the co-hosts, oh. you don't remember him first. You know, you don't remember him God, last. I hope, he, 
I hope he's not a listener of this show. Jared doesn't listen. You know, you and I are the only ones who listen to this. Um, <laughs> no, Jared, Jared, I mean, again, this episode, it's, it's fine. It's there. Uh, and when you need it to watch all of Lost together, you've got to watch this episode. It's kind of like, Jared, you need him to come on and talk about things every now and then. But, <laughs> I mean, Don't try and save it. Apologize. I'm sorry, Jared. I, 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 I genuinely, you, I, the reason I went with Jared Lubick is because I couldn't think of anyone else. I should have said the cable Brandon. There you go. I'll take that back. Jared, Jared's a <laughs> yeah, much more bad. valued uh, member of this team than cable brand. Hello, cable. If you're listening. <laughs> Jared's going to be like five, five, five years time. Jared's going to be like, I'm going to finally sit down and watch lost. And I'm going to listen to the Oz network and, as oh, I go through. I'm so sorry, get to Jared. the Little Prince. <laughs> just, just, yeah. I feel like I need to put a disclaimer on the last episode. If you're Jared Lubick, don't listen to the following episode of, of <laughs> I'm an asshole. I really uh, am, Jared. You're a nice guy. Better than I am. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, this is such a, this is a silly episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's some pretty bad dialogue and there's some pretty like cringy scenes that almost all the actors have to do. Um, and it's just a bit like, I, I guess you need it to set up what's going to happen later. Um, but yeah. Can, it's I, just wanna, a, and, I was going to interrupt you really quickly because I have an idea because you, you're selling this episode so well. And I just want to point out that our last episode, Jughead, which really nothing happens in that either, but for some reason, that became our longest ever lost recap in the history of the Oz Network. It went for two hours and 17 minutes. I think it took us longer to recap Lost Season 5, Episode 3, Jughead, than it did for many movies we've done on this show. I'm saying this right now, Nargos. Let's do the opposite. Let's make this the shortest Lost recap ever. Currently right now, it is Season 3, Episode 3, Further Instructions at 42 minutes and 28 seconds. Let's beat it. Let's do this episode in less than 42 minutes, 28 seconds. That, uh... Based on further instructions, I think that's pretty uh, pretty doable. <laughs> but that episode had Boone in it. Aww. This episode doesn't even have Boone in it. Well, it kind of does. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they, they could have had a flashback with Boone in it. But... He was dying at uh, one point in this episode. You hear his name, that's enough for me. So, do you want to start with the uh, off-island LA stuff or the... Oh, on island uh random trekking through the I think jungle the island can be done in like five minutes uh, <laughs> i mean what happens on the island <laughs> yeah um well i mean it's like two paragraphs on uh lostpedia yeah sum it um, up so we pick up last time remember the big cliffhanger of will charlotte die oh, uh no uh well very soon thank god uh so they're back and they're wondering uh what's going on uh we've got daniel with his uh red paint on his uh on his shirt so bad and and they're saying uh well what happened to her and why did it happen to her did you know this was gonna happen um and Daniel's being all coy and he's 
basically says, oh, it's like extreme jet lag. <laughs> and Juliet, well, jet lag doesn't mean hemorrhaging and lying on the ground begging for chocolate before dinner. And, um, so, yeah, this was Charlotte's second last episode, and she literally just lies on the floor for the whole episode. <laughs> It's the best stuff she's she done, do let's anything. be honest. <laughs> uh, and then I love Sawyer's like gone off and he's just going to have a little chat with Gubby Joe who's just standing <laughs> in the background there. <laughs> and he's he's saying we need to go back to the orchid because uh, maybe, maybe he can stop it and he's going to bring them back. Um, which obviously Locke was told to do this, but I do love just like... At this point, you just throw anything at the wall and hope it sticks. Like, yeah, maybe we can go back to the orchid and maybe that will do it. But what's to say that wouldn't just cause it to get even worse? Yeah. Um, uh, so they're okay, but that's so far away, though. Uh, so maybe we can take the, the Zodiac raft and <laughs> sail to the orchid, which is kind of fun. Um so that's that's their plan. Uh, Charlotte's back on her feet, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> and they're heading <laughs> they're heading through the jungle, uh, and they have another flash, and this time uh, we are going back to season one, which, as they remind us in this episode, is only like two months ago. So we've yeah. already flashed back to multiple moments from two months ago, uh, which is very convenient. Uh, and basically, we get to Sawyer, who's there watching uh, Aaron, watching Claire and Kate give birth to Aaron. Uh, so this is actually Claire's only scene in season stop five, and footage. she's not even <laughs> in stop footage. <laughs> so I wish uh, when she's brought back in season six, all of her scenes are just... <laughs> reused edited uh footage from season one to four they don't just uh, carrie fisher it you know like oh there she is she died yeah. emily de raven's dead so there we go let's just use stock footage the deep fate. yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah so it's kind of uh funny to think about then that uh all this time in season one sawyer was there the whole time creepily watching watching them as Boone died and Claire gave birth. Yeah, which it's, I mean, we get Boone's name mentioned and also this whole time I'm thinking like, Boone, Boone's dying at like this exact moment. Like Boone is literally dying as we see this. Um, so, um, yeah, where's our Boone flashback? But, um, yeah, I mean, I we get, uh, this is enough Claire for a season, isn't it? Just, just a, a stop footage <laughs> Claire. <laughs> just... That's it. Oh, clear. <laughs> I just, obviously, when they wrote that Do No Harm in season one, there's no way they knew where season five was going to go, But mm. let alone if they would even get to season five. But I wish there was some way that they could have put some sort of Easter egg in season one where, like, I don't know, someone randomly sees Sawyer in the bush or something and then it's never explained and people just sort of forget about it and then it comes back to, oh, that's... What, but obviously, you know, how could they have ever known? But I wish there was 
some way of putting like an Easter egg in early in season one or two. You could have just had like somebody go, I smell alcohol or something like that. <laughs> like, I smell man sweat. Um, yeah, I mean, you could always go and refilm it and put it in season one DVD and pretend it was there the whole time. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yes and no. Like it's, it's kind of one of these things where, um, you know, I, they do it in a way where it doesn't really bother it to the point where, yeah, you know, it's not like he's in complete view or he like jumps in and says something to her. So, um, I mean, I see it, it would have been cool. Nice little, you know, dangle of that. But, um, at the end of the day, it doesn't bother me. I just wanted to see Boone, but sadly we get his name. That's all. Or on the flip side, at this point, they knew season six was going to be the last season. Hmm. And conveniently, they never seem to time travel into the future. Maybe it would have been cool if we had a little scene where it's like Hurley and Ben just randomly sitting together having a conversation. And we're yeah. like, what the frick? And then later on, when the finale happens, we go, oh, this was after the show ends. Yeah. Something like that. Because they knew the season six would be the end. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, like and and Hurley like in his like leader robes or something like that, you know, like sitting yeah. on his yeah, Hurley like, and, throne. And we're just thinking like, what? Why is Hurley looking all mysterious? And then oh, yeah, that's a good point actually, because like we, I mean, we well, sort of get that I guess with the the boat thing, right? Because don't we get don't we get in a future yeah. episode then with the boat? Like somebody stole our boat. No, we'll get to the boat, right? Uh, that's but we do we get a little point. teaser with the Ajira Air too, so that's like Ajira. a thing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever noticed that before. <laughs> oh, or has Ben so so intelligently called it last season? Al Jazeera, <laughs> <laughs> Al Jazeera Air. That's you know. Um... I will never forget. <laughs> Shut up! I want to fly Al Jazeera Air. That's where I want to get my breaking news while I fly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, something like some sort of future teaser. We kind of have that with Vegeta. Um or maybe we could have like Jack's rot- rotting carcass or something like that that they see. <laughs> like Vin- Vincent this? just chewing on Jack. <laughs> Who's this skeleton here? Why why is he wanting to help out still? <laughs> it's our hero. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Uh, half, a, half a bit of so, yeah. guts blown up on the ground as well. <laughs> A submarine was well, upon shore with a handcuffed couple in love. <laughs> well, we'll get to uh, gin and floating in the water for days on end, so it's not fully unbelievable. Uh, oh, gin. Uh, yeah, but then Sawyer's all moody and uh, after seeing Kate. And I wonder what would happen if he like ran in and held on to Kate and Claire. Would they have time traveled? with him maybe um <laughs> i just yeah recut this episode of like freckles you're coming with me what about me and the baby oh shit <laughs> she's touching me <laughs> god get damn it <laughs> get off me the light is coming get off my leg stop touching me take the baby with you <laughs> my baby or she's holding on to Sawyer and they've just left Aaron that was just lying on the ground and then they all time traveled. <laughs> Poor Aaron is just left. My baby! Get, gets raised by like, I don't know, Rose and Bernard or something like, who left their baby out here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so after that, uh, yeah, story is a bit emo. <laughs> uh, and they get back to the camp, and it seems like all their stuff's back. So we know at some point after, after where we just were. Um, and this is where they find the two outrigger boats on the beach. And as we said, the Ajira bottle, which is a good little teaser for what's going to come. Because at this mm-hmm. point, we had no uh, Julia Ajira. It's a, she's like the uh, she's like the PR woman for Ajira. <laughs> she's like Wikipedia this episode. I actually love Juliet this episode. Badass Juliet in a few little moments in this episode. Yeah, there is. Uh, but this outrigger thing is very contentious because this is one of the few absolute unanswered questions of lost uh to the point that uh damon lindelof and carlton cuse have been asked this many times since Mm. of who the hell was shooting at them in the boats um and they claim that there was a scene that answered it written and that it was never made the final cut and that they've got the script and they're never planning to release it I call bullshit on that. Like that that's kind of the that's kind of the running uh, acceptance of this scene that there was something filmed or there was something written. I don't buy it. I think. Um, so yeah, maybe we can assume it's the Ajira people, but at the same time, where did they get the boats? And we never see them again shooting at them in the the future. So this is one of the few absolute. Some of the questions aren't answered, but we can have educated guesses. But this is a scene that whoever was shooting at them, we never see them again, and we don't ever fully know who or why they were shooting at them. And they're terrible shots as well. Like, I mean, I I, I realise that, you know, they're from a distance, but at the same time, like, they can get Sawyer's ore, um, but I mean, like, how many times are they shooting at them? Like, are these stormtroopers? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I, I, guess I, so, I but Juliet doesn't get them either. Well, I do, I do. Like, this is why I love Juliet in this episode. She kind of like earlier on, like telling Sawyer, just like James, leave. Um, and then here, when what is it like? It's like, oh, are these your people? No, are they yours? Like, I just kind of like her just attitude in this episode. But you're right, yeah, Juliet doesn't exactly hit them either. Or maybe she did. Maybe she just had like one bullet. It just went through every single person on that, and then that's when it like <laughs> flashed. And Sawyer's like, "Thank you, God." <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, yeah, it's interesting. So, so basically that if we ever got them on the show, we're not allowed to ask them about who's in the outrigger or do you think they'll finally get, oh, yeah, they, well, congratulations, you're the 87th person who's asked us that. We're finally going to reveal the answer. <laughs> I don't believe that there was an answer to it because if there was, it would have been a much bigger sort of thing. Like where would it fit in a future episode? Um, maybe it's the Ajira people, but like... It doesn't really make sense. But at the same time, it doesn't bother me. It bothers a lot of Lost fans. I don't care who was shooting at them in the Outrigger. It's like a 30-second scene. Like, Do you think they just forgot? Like, is that they just? it was one of these things that maybe they, they had, like, written in the episode. Like, okay, this is going to be a, a flash at one point, and we'll get back to this. And then maybe they just got to a point where they are like, oh, fuck, we forgot about that boat. Oh, well, move on. Honestly, I think that they we're looking at this episode and said, we need something to make it exciting <laughs> and we're going to have people shoot at them. Honestly. Yeah. 
That works. Um, Kate giving birth, uh, Claire giving birth doesn't cut it for the excitement levels. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's it. They wanted some action in the episode, so they just had uh, some people shooting at them, and they also needed uh, to get them boats. Uh, so I guess, uh, but yeah, you said. Luckily, there's a time flash, and Sawyer said, "Thank you, Lord." <laughs> And then they cut to a massive storm. Uh, and we have Sawyer. I take that back. Uh, I like Thank You, Lord. I don't like the line, I take that back. I think it would have just been better with a nice classic Sawyer. Son of a bitch. Uh, I like I take I that take back. That it's back. kind of a cringy line. I like it. I don't I know, funny. That's not a Sawyer line, I think. I take that back. Uh, yeah, so now they're in the torrential storm, but... I, I was wondering, like, I like when they're getting shot at and uh, Sawyer and Locker's like, paddle faster! But they're just, like, paddling, like, Benny Hill. Or, like, I don't know what the game plan is. Like, is it better to jump off the boat and swim? I I mean, yes and no. I mean, they're not getting hit, so, I mean, it doesn't really matter, right? Like, I mean... <laughs> If, if all of a sudden, like, oh, Charlotte's head explodes, okay, maybe into the water we go. Um, but, oh, that would have been a good scene. But That's how she should have died. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's also a case of, like, do you feel they're urgent enough? Like, when they're, like, paddle fast, like, if you're getting shot at, like, shit yourself a little <laughs> bit more. Like, they're just a bit casual. Oh, yeah, we're just getting shot at. Oh, Juliet. And it takes <laughs> Juliet about ten minutes before she starts returning fire. Like, what are you and, doing, and she Juliet? Like stands, she stands up to shoot. Like, that's just when Juliet gets hit instantly by, yep. like, ten bullets. Dead by Juliet. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Um, yeah. I, I Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, if you... I mean, they can still shoot in the water, but, like, didn't Mythbusters prove that bullets don't, like, automatically slow down in the water anyway? So, yeah. I was thinking about Mythbusters. Yeah, of course. You know, that's, but, but I that's, thought it was the opposite. <laughs> That they speed up. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought they did slow down. Like, if you're in oh. water, that you're safe. But like, it's been about 18 years since I saw that episode of Mythbusters. <laughs> Clearly. They're, they're when are they going to bring the Mythbusters back? I don't know. I mean, isn't he in a zoo now? Doesn't he, isn't he a walrus or something like that? So, <laughs> <laughs> the Mythbuster. <laughs> the guy with the moustache. He looks like a walrus. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> he does. He looks like a walrus. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Maybe he was in the ocean. Maybe. maybe no. Um, that's my personality. Mythbusters reborn. <laughs> Mythbusters returns. Sadly, I actually, in all seriousness, think one of the, like, these sub-Mythbusters, the, like, Minion Busters, uh, sadly, I think, died last year. Maybe. Oh, no. It was either them. COVID or... Uh, were they trying to bust whether COVID kills people and then they died? <laughs> Sorry, oh, I <laughs> No, it's not funny. First you offended Jared and now the Mythbusters. <laughs> See, I, I actually feel bad for offending Jared, but, I mean, the Mythbusters dead, so it's not like they can come back. Um, so... Oh, my god oh i'm sorry miss busters fans go go somewhere else i'm sorry to his family so am i it was a tragic loss yeah bring back Mythbusters. um 
which I, I read on Reddit uh, a few, few months ago that the myth, the two Mythbusters absolutely hate each other. So I'd love like oh. a Mythbusters where they're just arguing the whole time. That would be good. <laughs> myth confirmed or, or denied or whatever you want to call it. So <laughs> Yeah. So that could be the the re, the reboot episode. It's like we're busting whether or not they really hate each other. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. They hate each other. Boom, confirmed. <laughs> Myth busted. <laughs> I'd watch it. Or they there could be like a lost crossover. It's like if you were in an outrigger and you were shooting from this distance, well, they would did you a... hit Charlie? They they did a Bond one, didn't they? Do a Breaking Bad one as well. Like they did, you know, busting myths from those shows and 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 Bond. So they could just do a Lost episode of it. Busting the myths of Star Trek. <laughs> Good Boone really die in a plane falling down from <laughs> the cliff. <laughs> busting the myths of Manifest. <laughs> How is this show? Is this still show on still on? <laughs> Oh God! Uh, I, oh, don't mention that show. Why? Why do we keep bringing that up? When are they going to bring back Manifest? <laughs> I want Manifest spin-offs. How? How does you know NCIS get thirty spin-offs? I want Manifest New Orleans. Um, you know, <laughs> come on, Manifest the Next Generation. <laughs> Manifest Reborn. <laughs> Uh, so they're in the torrential storm, so they saved from the bullets, but honestly, this is probably more dangerous on that outrigger. Um, and this is where I'd like to see that the outrigger doesn't time travel with them. So they bloop <laughs> through time and then they're just drowning in the water. Um, and they get back to shore and Sawyer, uh, talks about how, uh, they saw Kate and how he's sad, finishing their conversation. Uh, and this is where we cut to. I quite like the scene of the French crew on their like blow up raft. That looks kind of fun. Um, to you, maybe it's like white water rafting. <laughs> I hate boats. Uh, no, no, thank you. Does this count as a boat? It's more of like a, a well, jumping. It's not a car. plane. <laughs> is it a plane? Is it a boat? <laughs> it's not a hovercraft. Uh, I mean. Uh, and this is, they're floating and they see uh, some random guy in the, in the water uh, and they they go to him and they uh, turn him over and dun, 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 it's Jin. Jin. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I was like a dumb young teenager when this episode aired and I knew like everybody else through season five that Jim was not dead. Nobody buy that, bought that shortly. Well, son did. Sunday. <laughs> like, no, yeah, I'm with you. It's because it's 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 the age old trope of don't see a body, they're not really dead, right? So you know, um, yeah. yeah, Jin was not dead. They like left him out of the promotional pictures and everything, but everyone knew. It was um, like Justice League, like oh yeah, Superman's totally not coming back. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, Henry Cavill just happens to show up at a red carpet. What are you doing here, Henry? Nothing. <laughs> sort of catch up with some friends <laughs> yeah um or it's like christoph waltz is not blowfield oh what yeah, is he whatever <laughs> i can't remember the name they gave him but we all knew that 
Franz Oberhauser. Oberhauser, yeah. Come on. Um, Yeah. Mm. So, Jin's very lucky that of this whole boat that blew up, uh, he managed to get off and swim away. Uh, and also swim into the perimeter of the island where he could time travel. And it's been a few days, so he's just been time traveling in the water. <laughs> like, <laugh
Oh, yeah, pretty much. Okay, right. So, good. It works both ways. Um, so, <laughs> don't, shouldn't feel bad then all the time. <laughs> Where I live, Korean people think I'm American. <laughs> yeah, I, I. most people think I'm American, which, no offense to the American listeners, but it really pisses me off. Oh, could be worse. I don't want to be New Zealand for American. <laughs> uh Yes, uh, and oh, you said you wanted this to be the shortest story, so uh, shortest episode. So I'll give you the too long didn't read version. Uh, in in the kind of Korean expat circle, there was this huge meme going around. Not a meme. There was this woman in a group, and it's called Expat Women in Korea. Uh, and the women are not allowed to share posts that happened in there, but this one was so ridiculous that they. It got shared all over the Korean expat kind of circles on the internet, Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And basically she was like Russian or something. And a little four-year-old boy said hello to her in English. And she went on this, uh, she said that she ranted at the four-year-old boy and the, uh, the dad about how racist they were to assume that she was an English speaker and that they, th- this boy needs to learn his place and, uh, and okay. she posted this on the expat women and she got obliterated by <laughs> literally every to the I think she deleted her Facebook and like uh everyone saying, You're a fucking ridiculous. What do you mean that <laughs> four year old boy says hello to you? He's a racist. Wow. Okay. That's so, so what I'm trying to say is don't get angry at Jin for speaking in English. I, I'll take that back then, Jin. You can speak whatever language you want. <laughs> speak Ukrainian for all I care. I, I won't say anything again. <laughs> I would say, actually, now I say that, I want to say Jin speak a, Ukrainian. <laughs> that is a hand on my heart, uh, true story, and it was, it was, it was a big, big uh, thing, and rightfully so. She got uh, shamed for how ridiculous she was, but. Uh, this is why foreigners can have bad name in Korea because you have women ranting at four-year-olds for an hour about how racist they <laughs> for saying hello. Um, well, you know, um, yep, uh, yep, cool, right, sure. Speak speak English, Jin. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you mate. Just, just... Uh, Noah puts Ben in his place. <laughs> Speaking of which, no, you've got nine minutes to get through the rest of this. Come on, you've taken 20 fucking minutes on this thing. They should have taken five minutes. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it's because we love um, this episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we then we have the big cliffhanger that I think we knew what was happening anyway, but Hot Russo is going to be in the next episode. What do you mean? Uh, Mila Furlan's back, is she? Um, so <laughs> Mila oh, Furlan's hot too. Rest in peace, man. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, Hot Russo here, um, played by the esteemed Melissa Farman. Farman. Um, <laughs> household name. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a better cliffhanger than last week. Oh, Charlotte might die. No, not Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, this is actually kind of cool. It's like, oh, Daniel Russo. There we go. Uh, I do. I do like it how like they. You know, you see the the pregnant stomach, and kind of Jin's got that look of confusion. It's like, is he meant to automatically think like, 
French woman pregnant must the only French woman that I ever know that was pregnant was Rousseau. So like no other French person in the history of the world could have ever been pregnant except for Rousseau. But um it's kinda cool. I think I remember watching this for the first time going like, ooh, like here we get Rousseau flashback and this is the closest we ever get to like a, a Rousseau flashback. Yeah, we'll get into it more next episode, but I'm bitter that we never got an actual Russo flashback, but I guess this is the next best thing. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the adventures of Jin and Hot Russo uh, next week. Should be fun. <laughs> There's a spin-off. Better than, better than Manifest. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's uh, the island stuff, setting us up for uh, next week, and Jin is back. Uh, which Woo. I'm happy with. I miss Jin. Speak English, Jin. Jin. You do you, mate. Good on you. Yeah, his English is getting pretty good. I know. Um, I, I believed that he's an ESL learner. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're back to the off-island stuff, and these episodes seem to be starting with like the uh, mini flashback on the boat. It seems to be the theme, which I quite like. At least we get some sort of flashback. Uh, this is the worst one. but <laughs> uh, so, so basically Jack and Kate are on the boat and it's before the scene that we saw in The Lie. Uh, and she's got Aaron and they're basically saying, uh, what are we going to do with Aaron? And she said, I'll say that I was six months pregnant. And I feel like they have ways of like knowing that this baby is not uh, like two weeks old or whatever, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, and then he said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them that we we need to lie, and you need to be with me first. And I've always been with you, Jack. Uh, I knew you yeah, were gonna hate that line. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, <laughs> Noah's hating this scene. Like, I I kind of <laughs> like it, but I knew you were gonna be like, ah, oh, shut up, Kate. <laughs> I was thinking, shut up, Kate. Um, <laughs> I, I do like, like the the sack of rice that Kate is holding <laughs> during that scene. Otherwise known as Emily DeRaven. Um oh. <laughs> oh yeah, a sack of rice has way more acting shots than true, Emily DeRaven. True, true. Yeah, absolutely. The only uh, sack of rice Emily, that likes peanut butter. That's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke, Emily. Uh, that's a joke. What did I send you, like, some lost Valentine's Day cards? <laughs> Wasn't there something like, I love you more than I love peanut butter or something like that? Those, yeah, because you said there was some last year, wasn't there? Or it's like, my baby, my baby is you or something like that. Um, yeah. Oh, God. I love those Valentine's Day cards. They're so funny. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, something to look forward to next year. <laughs> um so now we cut back to uh, 2007. So we're in the, the present day. I'm really getting the phobia of seeing everyone out and about without their masks on. Uh, yeah. when, when Jack was in that hospital. <laughs> Put your mask <laughs> on, Jack. Um, Evangeline Lilly has such sway amongst the cast of Lost. <laughs> I will only film this episode if no one's wearing their mask. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we have uh, Kate and son in the the hotel. Uh, I, I kind of like the Kate tries on son's clothes scene. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I did actually kind of forget that son was back in LA and that they'd met up. Uh, I know it's only been a week, but um, so yeah, Kate 
you know, she she looks pretty good in a Korean pantsuit. Yep, I I I would watch her walk the streets of Seoul in that outfit. Um, <laughs> that's the best I could come up yeah, with she, there. Yeah, she looks good. Uh, so Kate's basically saying, uh, you know, I'm going to go and see the, the lawyer, see who the person is that wants uh, Aaron. So son has to look after Aaron. <laughs> Aaron is so annoying. <laughs> Mommy. Can I just put out son? Not really mother of the year. It's okay, Kate. There's candy in the fridge and a hundred channels on TV. We'll be fine. <laughs> That's me as a parent. <laughs> Fucking candy and TV. Knock yourself out. <laughs> this is the scene where we cut the soul and we have G on there and she's just this giant, enormous fat baby sitting at the TV. Binge watching uh, Korean dramas. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred channel, uh, but this is where I want Aaron to say, like, "Mummy, but who is this woman that you're leaving me with?" <laughs> like, he doesn't know son. Um, What's he eating? Eggs and chips and fruit. Like <laughs> the son diet. And then son just buggers off. She's like, "I'll be right back, honey. I'm just got a gun in a box of chocolates." <laughs> she, le- she leaves him as she gets the package from the hotel guy. Uh, and yeah, it has this kind of report and some pictures of, uh, uh, Jack and Ben and then some chocolates. And this this is where she goes to give the chocolates to Aaron. Yeah. (laughs) Aaron. (laughs) Bang. Uh, I I like the alternate scene that she gets the gun and she just heads straight out to the living room and just fires it at Aaron. This is for your mother, bang. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I like bad off son, but, yeah, not not the best babysitter, but I, I like this. So it's like, oh, son's got a gun. <laughs> she's really a terrible babysitter, though, because we'll get to the later scene where she's at the marina with Aaron in the car. With a gun. <laughs> with the gun. <laughs> And she's left her child in Korea. Yeah. Wow. She's gone off the rails, old son. (laughs) But it's also, you know, you know the famous Forrest Gump quote, my mum always said, life is like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. Clearly son didn't. There's a fucking gun in his box of chocolates. (laughs) Glad Forrest didn't get that one. (laughs) Jenny, what's this? They, they didn't look like good chocolates. I no. I don't no. like those sort of fancy chocolates. Like, just give me a normal chocolate. Any What's day a normal day. chocolate to Noah Groves? I don't know. A bit of like, fruit and nut. <laughs> You're a bit of a fruit and nut, man. It's good to know. <laughs> Why not? I, I, I'm a bit I partial. Know, I, Remember I don't snack? really like chocolate, to be honest. I like snack. Yeah, I like snack. With the different flavours. You'd always get the pineapple one. That was always my favourite. That was nice. The white one was not good though. No, that was a bit plain. Yeah. The yeah. I like Dream, the white chocolate with the dark. No, that that was Top Deck. What Dream was just pure white. Top Deck was the white with the the dark. That was good. I'm not a big chocolate fan, but if you give me a Toblerone, I'm a happy man. <laughs> there you go. That's how you get into <laughs> Noah's heart. Buy him a Toblerone. There it is. <laughs> I'm yours. <laughs> yeah, I wanted a Toblerone uh, under a gun, uh, on top of a gun. 
Um, I know what to get you for Christmas now. <laughs> but this is where I'm saying where there's so many just random scenes and all the actors have some pretty like weird uh, scenes to do in this episode. Uh, everyone's phoning it in. But, I feel like everyone's bored in this episode yeah, as well. Like no, I get, I get that too. Hurley, Jorge Garcia in prison is the only <laughs> oh, yeah, one we'll who's excited. <laughs> I'm in jail! Yeah. Bye! <laughs> even Claire's mum, and like, she should be thankful oh. that she even got a job and she's fighting for him, but we'll get to that. Can we get a dialect uh, coach to her stat? Like. <laughs> anyway, Kate's off to the lawyer, uh, Dan Norton. Um, oh. The the two Dans, Daniel Faraday and Dan Norton. Um, <laughs> there, there's a duet you didn't know you wanted. But she's saying that she'll give the blood samples, but she just wants to know who the client is. He says, please say, I, I, I at least want to meet them. He said, okay, I'll ask them, but they're not going to say yes. <laughs> um, he said, this lawyer is not very professional. Prepare to give up the child. <laughs> Prepare. Prepare Aaron for the handover. <laughs> You may as well just basically say, run away now. It's your only opportunity to keep the child. Dan Norton is an absolute uh, douche. <laughs> um, it says, Carson Cole, he's referred to as Dan, a 40s, any ethnicity, a high-priced attorney, someone who's really sharp, who can be friendly. However, there's a real menace lurking below the surface. Not really the surf, below the surface. He said, give up the child. <laughs> I will eat your baby. Uh, <laughs> sadly, no theories. Um, oh, come on, Lostpedia. Far out. Yeah, that's genu genuinely upsetting. Yeah, um, genuinely upsetting. Oh, Tom Irwin plays him. <laughs> the Tom Irwin. Yeah, Steve Irwin's younger cousin. <laughs> they look so similar. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey, Kate, give up the baby. Uh, so, uh, then uh, Jack is in the the hospital with Saeed, and Saeed's uh, straight hair. Uh, <laughs> that horse tranquilizer must have really uh, frizzed up his hair because he's back to a normal... Uh... 42 hours of not straightening his hair. That's what happens. <laughs> Uh, you talk about uh, phoning it in, uh, Naveen Andrews in this episode. <laughs> what do you mean this I episode? Mean, it's the rest of the established season, isn't it? given up. It's the rest of the show. But, like, this is the the beginning of the year. I mean, all season, really. He's just given up on the accent, hasn't he? Yep. He's like, hello, I'm Saeed. Right. <laughs> hello, Jack. <laughs> Honestly, when he said, I'm driving, like, he's not even trying. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so Jack's there. And then uh, we have the like the chief uh, come in. Oh, she's who, terrible. Who is this woman? <laughs> uh, oh, her, her name is <laughs> Evelyn Ariza. Oh, of course and it the is. the picture they've given her on Lost Peter is the most unflattering picture they possibly could have chosen. <laughs> Hanging off a fart or something like that. Um, she just like, comes in and is like, I'm Dr. Blah Blah and you're in trouble, Jack. <laughs> like, who is she? I mean, <laughs> she is pretty terrible. 
But I'm kind of on their side. Oh. Jack's like this cokehead who's just snuck into the <laughs> hospital. With this guy with horse tranquilizers and is stealing a a room. Like, well, hang on, hang on a minute though. Like, I get what you're saying, but who is this woman who lets cokehead Jack just take in a patient, and five minutes later, assassin nurse nearly <laughs> kills Saeed? Like, she's terrible at a job. <laughs> the security in this uh, hospital has really got out the window. 2007 hospitals in Los Angeles were just a, a gang warfare, apparently. Like, all, all bets are off. You're dying every five seconds. There's a there's a whole TV show in this hospital. Yes. Forget ER, Grey's Anatomy, this yeah. hospital. Bloody hell. People used to think that, like, Ramsey Bay and bloody, um, no, Ramsey Street and Summer Bay were basically the hotbeds for crime in Australia. This hospital in downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> Cokeheads and gang members are just allowed to roll the roam the halls. Now you you've been to Los Angeles, uh, Hawaii. This episode, uh, good Los Angeles. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Uh, there were honestly a few times I'm I'm looking. Uh, I mean, the only thing I, I I don't know if there are tall enough buildings in Honolulu that aren't hotels. Um, so like when Kate's in that office and she's looking down on the street. Um, but uh, no, I was even actually I was, I was looking at the, the license plates on some of the cars and they'd done their jobs and put California on them so uh, it was passable I believe they were in Los Angeles I feel like Honolulu probably doesn't have motel blocks like that so that, well that was a pretty good job. I mean Honolulu like when I, I mean I, I, I did go downtown but like to me it's just it's all the the hotels on the beaches it's kind of like surface paradise it's kind of just it's very similar to that but um, yeah I mean I saw the convention center, which is the airport. Um, and as soon as I saw it, I'm like, hey, it's Sydney Airport here in Honolulu. There it is. I do wonder why they chose to make it rain in this episode. That seems a little unnecessary. It adds to the. But mood. I love the rain, so no problem. Me too. Um, I do too. I don't know if this is like, this is like tropical Hawaii rain, so I don't know if this is like Los Angeles. I mean, does it ever rain in Los maybe Angeles? Maybe it just actually it rain. Maybe it did. I don't know. I love the rain. So do I. I love fog. We've uh, gone over that a few times before, haven't we? But <laughs> rain and fog. Uh, yeah. When are they going to bring back rain? Um, <laughs> so, yes, Jack gets a stern telling off by Evelyn, um, <laughs> star of the Saint Sebastian Law, um, the spin-off hospital show coming to your screen soon. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't like her either, but fair enough. You've got a cokehead <laughs> suspended Dr. Bree and some random guy with horse tranquilizer using up one of the rooms. Fair enough. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter. The hospital the is responsible. <laughs> but honestly, when she's telling him off, it feels like we're watching a completely different show. Like, the hospital <laughs> is going to be liable. It's like some soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> Hospital uh, law, starring Evelyn Ariza. She's concerned about Jack and the hospital. Yeah, yeah, we can workshop the theme song. Um, <laughs> it's not that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then this is where you mentioned the nurse uh, come in. Uh, the nurse has a name, uh, Tony Nagy. Ah, oh, of course it is. <laughs> Looked very much like a Tony uh, Nagy. Very Nagy, Tony. Uh, Tony, late 20s, early 30s Any ethnicity, tough, formidable Someone who could take an order and execute it flawlessly Well, not really uh, Would prefer a stuntman 
I, I really am confused uh, to why Lostpedia have gone the fuck the theories, let's put the casting calls here instead. Because as a Lost fan, I'm wondering, I wonder what the casting call would be for that nurse that tried to kill Saeed. Not the theories of, you know, who Tony Nagy is. I, I, I just, I wonder what the game plan is for Tony Nagy when he comes in and shoot say what happens after that like does he just leave him there and i want to see the aftermath of where they left the room and there's just this <laughs> nurse with bullets in him tranquilizer in him evelyn's like, Evelyn going to do when she sees that evelyn's like, oh, like oh, no. fuck's sake, i already told them can <laughs> <laughs> this day get any worse <laughs> I do not get paid enough for this shit. This is like Scrubs or something like that. It's a sitcom. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, She's the worst. Is this weird. is what I'm telling you. She's such a terrible, like, chief of staff or whatever it is. She's all well and good to, like, you know, go off at Jack. Like, come on, Evelyn, take a look in the mirror. Like, you're letting this happen under your watch. Just, I love saying, oh, I think you've got the wrong room, chap. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and he's just I, I i will say it's kind of cool when he shoots and saeed's already gone from the bed that's that's pretty cool action saeed even when he's been out knocked cold for 42 hours it's pretty cool three lots of horse tranquilizers then, is that what jack says you had three doses like how was he alive and then this gun has like four bullets worth of uh <laughs> horse tranquilizer in it um I'd love it if Saeed, when he woke up, he's just going, <laughs> Ride me! Get of the <laughs> zombie, Saeed. Yeah, horse Saeed. And then he starts choking this nurse, uh, Tony Nagy, and he said, who, who put you up to this? And the guy gives him the, the aggressor in the pocket. Uh <laughs> Uh, and it's Kate's address. Um, Ooh. And then the, speaking of random scenes, speaking of sitcoms, Jack calls up Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Jack. I'm in the LA County Jail. He's got this big orange jumpsuit on, and there's just all these guys standing here. <laughs> Literally, Hurley's only seen in the entire episode. <laughs> Uh, oh my but, I, but again, he, Jorge Garcia is the only one in this episode I think that's interested in anything. He's loving it. He's loving life in the LA County Jail in his jumpsuit. He's like, I'm in jail. Woo! Um, which I don't mean this episode I, I very long. <laughs> <laughs> he was happy. He's saying, I did exactly what you said and I'm not doing ban- uh, following Ben. It's all right. I'm safe. Jack, oh, God. <laughs> this is a bit like a sitcom. Um, There's a laugh track. Ah, early. <laughs> uh so then uh Saeed's there and uh they have the address uh and Jack knows and I love that Saeed's like do we know anyone who lives in what, Panorama Crescent <laughs> <laughs> that uh, like, do we know anyone <laughs> it's just a weird line uh, so uh Jack's calling Kate and Kate I need to see you uh where are you uh, and then Ben's off. They want to get Hurley, uh, but Saeed's not not wanting that because all that he went through to protect Hurley. Um, but Saeed says, "Okay, we'll go." But I want to drive. Um, 
which 42 hours on horse tranquilizer. I don't know if that's the smartest move. <laughs> he should be anyway. pulling the bloody car like a chariot. He's a horse now, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> ben, hop on. Um, and Ben says to Jack uh, to get Kate and meet them at the marina, which is going to play a, a big part of everyone sort of getting in one spot. Uh Kate, I, I kind of like uh, Jack and Kate detectives. Their little like <laughs> mission around LA, uh, where they're private investigators, following Dan Norton to the motel, uh, and they're thinking this is where the client might be. And then Dan Norton opens the door and dun, 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 <laughs> it's Claire's mum. She's ah! back. <laughs> <laughs> which if you watch this episode with the previously on you probably could have guessed uh what was yeah, gonna spoilers happen thanks previously on yeah. lost uh it's like the character we were all dying to see again <laughs> she's back carol littleton she's oh, back fish and fries favorite customer <laughs> uh I wish it was uh, Thomas, Claire's boyfriend. Oh, so, Yeah, I'm here to pick up the settlement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably would. He probably <laughs> tried. Probably a whole scene of him going, yeah. oh, give me my money. I porked your daughter. My money. <laughs> <laughs> my money. My baby. <laughs> uh, so then they're thinking, well, uh, Claire's mum is here to get custody of Aaron. Uh, and then I love our hero, Jack. Let me go and talk to her. Maybe I can make a change of mind. <laughs> oh, God. Matthew Fox, our just hero. don't go near women, all right? Just, <laughs> I'll make her change her mind, Matthew. I mean, I'm Jack, <laughs> our hero. <laughs> Where is Matthew Fox? I actually watched a video <laughs> this week. It was top 10 actors you didn't realise had retired. And Matthew Fox was on the list based on the fact that he hasn't acted since 2015. They reckon that he has moved to rural Oregon and that's where he was last seen. <laughs> so there you go. That's what happened to our hero. <laughs> Is rural Oregon uh, a euphemism for heaven? Yeah. <laughs> That's where Kevin Spacey is, rural Oregon. (laughs) It's actually not Uh, far from me. Rural Oregon's not that far from where I live, so maybe I'll go hunting. The borders are open. (laughs) You and Mallory can go. Mallory, let me go and talk to him. Maybe I can change his mind. (laughs) He he might act once again. It's a new TV show. Season three. Manifest gets cancelled and it's replaced with Finding Matthew Fox. Hi, I'm Ben Waterworth. This week, we're in a small town in Oregon called Smithtown and we're going to find out, is Matthew Fox here? (laughs) Can't you... You you can just picture the commercials. uh, uh, What what network is Manifest on? (sighs) A pretty shit network, let's be honest. ABC... Sure, sounds like an ABC show. Coming this fall to ABC, Matthew Fox joins the cast to manifest in his big return. You can picture those commercials. I would, I would, I would watch. You would watch. Let's be honest. As an NBC show, wow, NBC has really gone down the gurgler. <laughs> this is must see television in the 1990s. Now they've gone to manifest. Wow. Matthew Fox joins the cast of NBC's manifest. <laughs> Wow. I, can, I can picture that. 
You've fallen, NBC. Oh, exciting! At least at the time of uh, recording this, it, third season set to premiere on April the first. At the time of releasing this, it's already premiered. <laughs> no, uh, As in like April Fool's Day. April Fool's was Day. It, of course it would. Was it really cancelled? <laughs> Hi, I'm that guy from Manifest. We suck. The end. <laughs> what is his name? Josh Dallas. Oh, the esteemed Josh Dallas. That's who he is. He was in Once yeah. Upon a Time, of course. So, you know, that makes sense. The good thing about this uh, quarantine is it really didn't affect Matthew Fox because he's been quarantining for five years. Yeah. He, um, he, he, jumped, he jumped on board the trend train. He was the trendsetter, is Matthew Fox. Uh, yeah, so is Kate, uh, but the, the wrong trend. Um, How does Josh Dallas, sorry, I'm on Manifest still. How does he have 914,000 followers on Instagram? Like, seriously, who are these Josh Dallas fa- Oh, Manifest Josh <laughs> Dallas, better follow him on Instagram. <laughs> well, they can't follow Matthew Fox. Well, true, yeah. You know what, I'm going to follow Josh Dallas. There you go, you're, you're welcome, Josh <laughs> Dallas. I'm not. Uh, Let's look up so, Matthew Fox. So out, he doesn't have any social media. Well, of course he doesn't. Um, he doesn't have a. Well, he's, there's a there's a fan page for him that has thirty five thousand followers. Oh no, this looks legit. Kind of. One hundred and thirty one no. weeks ago, it's a very blurry picture of a weird looking Matthew Fox. I don't know if this is is legit, but anyway, sorry, sidetrack. This is not the shortest episode, by the way. We're long past that. This is why, because we're looking up Matthew Fox on Instagram. <laughs> It's not really him. <laughs> uh, so Jack goes to the uh, uh, the door and then Carol said, Dr. Shepard, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, oh, she is just one of the worst actors in Lost history. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, please don't do this to Aaron. Who's Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Plot twist, it turns out she's here to get a settlement from Oceanic oh. and it just happened to be the same lawyer, uh, <laughs> which I love that even in the script they mention how ridiculous that is. They're like, it's just a coincidence that it's the same lawyer. <laughs> uh, and she doesn't even know who the hell Aaron is and it wasn't even her. So we brought back the character that no one wanted to see and it turned out it was for nothing. Yeah, I mean, of all the big twists and reveals in Lost, um, <laughs> the return of Claire's mother. Um, I was hanging out. Is this the last time we see her? Please tell us the last time we see her. Yeah. Oh, thank the Lord. Um, I mean, and we don't even see the conversation. We see the beginning and then it cuts to him coming back to the car. <laughs> Oh, God, it's all the drama, you know. And I also love it, like, the reaction when, you know, Kate says, Oh, my God, it's Claire's mum, we found out! Ah! <laughs> like, imagine if Jack just walked in that room and shot her. <laughs> like, bang. <laughs> Why did you shoot me, yeah. Dr. Shepard? You were going to steal Aaron. Who's Aaron? <laughs> this is the worst scene of the... Uh of the episode uh and the scenes just get cringy and the phone and she's phoning it in and this is like her only acting job of her life uh, <laughs> and then we get the ben and saeed in the parking garage and we have dan norton and dan norton's pretty cringy here when he comes up to bed anytime ben no problem <laughs> but ben's uh, cool you gotta admit like michael emerson the whole oh ben's line is great who's that my lawyer it's like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love, uh, yeah, it's my lawyer. So, bum, 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 it was Ben all along. And I, 
I, for as many cringy lines there are in this episode, I do love the line of when Jack's saying, no, no, no Ben's with me. And, and, then, and then Ben's like, no, it was B. Yep. That was the one. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so me too. Ben's all, like Ben. Actually, Michael no. Emerson doesn't phone in because Michael Emerson never phones at it. No. So yeah, never. No, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's trying to defend his new buddy. No, I did try and steal the baby. <laughs> um, uh, so so that's great. The big plot twist. Uh, plot twist one. It's Claire's mum. She's back. Plot twist two. It's Ben's lawyer. I do like the idea that Ben has a lawyer. That's kind of cool. Of course, he has a lawyer. Um, it's Ben. All Bens have lawyers. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely need a lawyer. Um, <laughs> Again. So basically, now we've got Kate, uh, we've got Ben, we've got Jack and Saeed. So we've got four of them together now. Uh, uh, and as we said, no, it was me. So they're all at the marina. And then, as we mentioned earlier, I loved it. Uh, well, I do love, I was thinking when Ben says to Kate, it's not your son. That's what I want a son to pop up and say, I'm your son. <laughs> and shoot Ben. Dang. Yeah, there was a mi- missi- missing one liner there. From That's an Arnie line. Come on, son. You've got to, you know, <laughs> no, I'm your son. I'm your son. <laughs> but yeah, we have a badass son creepily watching it in the. I just want to say, I know William Blanchett is four years old, but terrible sleeping acting from William Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't buying that at all, William. Little shit. Uh, Act better. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't buying that he was asleep. I'm sorry, William. Try I hard. feel like you're going to post that in a board and you're going to get flame going off at a four-year-old for, uh, for sleeping. <laughs> He's racist. <laughs> well, he's Australian, so, you know. He said hello to son. Uh, that's racist. Uh, and then, yeah, I do like this kind of that son's here and that she's going to kill Ben. Uh, that's pretty cool. But I do I do like that maybe she's actually going after Jack. Uh, but, yeah, this is this is a pretty good uh, cliffhanger that they're all at the marina now and then the wrinkle in it is that son's got a gun and poor little Aaron's just in the car and she steps out and she's off to kill Ben. Like That's pretty... <laughs> This is not the son of season one. Well, it is. Yeah, I do kind of like because, you know, the whole lead up to this bit when it's all like, Jack, you've got to get them all together. And it just seems impossible that he's going to do it. It just kind of comes almost naturally in some way. Um, and you even have that reaction at one point when Jack's like, son's in LA. Like, ooh, like, what are the chances? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So now it's obviously just Hurley and that when his lawyer is basically like, you know, Reyes, are we out of jail tomorrow? It's a misdemeanor, basically. Um, why do they have to wait till the morning? Like, I mean, if they've found evidence that the guy was dead for hours beforehand, should they just let him out? Like, oh, we'll just let him stay the night. One more night. It's all good. Like, is that what they do in jail? Like, if they've got the wrong person? Oh, to the morning. We've got plenty of beds in prison. Oh, Hurley was loving it in prison. <laughs> uh, Happy Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a better better cliffhanger than... Uh than last episode and now we're slowly getting everyone in one place uh, at this marina um so yeah that's the end of the episode uh aaron in the car and sun coming to start shooting everyone up it's uh yeah yeah i I don't know what else to add to this episode really because it it's 
Yeah, I mean, I think I went into this wanting to rent it, but I might have changed my mind, actually, because uh, nothing happens in this episode. <laughs> it really doesn't. I'm sorry to Jared. I'm so sorry to Jared. Like, I am yeah, so... I should be sorry to Jared. Th- this is the... Um, no, okay, it's not that bad. Um, the, uh, I can't even think of this. It's none of the Oslets, like, because all our Oslets were good, except for a couple, but we won't name them. Um, it's... Yeah. Th- I this like is the, Jared. This is the Ben Waterworth of lost episodes like you know it's there and then you think it's all right but then you talk about it and the more you realize it's not that good then you realize it's actually kind of crap and that it shouldn't be a thing and you don't want to talk about it anymore it is the ben waterworth of lost episodes i just want to say if you're listening jared i like you i like you too jared of both the jared oslets we had you were easily the more tolerable well i like jared <laughs> elliott too that's me oh ben, here stop we go <laughs> Oh, I'm a flog. To steal a Jared Elliott line, I'm a flog. Jared, there's at least one person on this episode that likes you. <laughs> Send me a message sometime. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has um, been. Justice for Jared. Hashtag justice it, it's for Jared. Fun- it's funny that you mentioned that you were, went into this thinking that you were going to rent it, because I thought that too. <laughs> and I... Should we just cut? I know we have. We still need to do trivia and questions, but should we just cut to the bin rent and buy? Because I think I'm gonna bin this episode now. <laughs> I've literally changed it. I'd already like put it in the, the document. I'd kind of already ranked it, but I'm like, no, um, I can't rent this. Um, this is a bin. Um, so, um, yeah. yeah. Genuinely, I thought there wasn't gonna be a season five episode that was gonna be. I thought they'd all be rents or buys, but I'm. Um, with you that I've changed on this episode to a bin. <laughs> I will say I've got it the highest bin. You've been bin. to Kate episode. I know. Look at me go. Um, I've, this is the highest bin, though. Um, at number 81 out of 90. I've got this just ahead of the <laughs> other woman, which I'm sure is a popular opinion for you. Um, so the good news is I'd rather watch this than the other woman. So, yes. Have you ever been to a Kate episode? I don't think so. Um, I think I was always kind on the Kate episodes, so... Um, and I've been to yet another Kate episode that I was so sure I was going to rent this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's just straight away, Kate episode bin. That's, I swear that's what you do. Like, Kate episode bin. <laughs> Don't even I've think about it. I've bought one Kate episode, and I think I've literally binned all the others, except for maybe one. Um, oh, you just hate anti-maskers, basically. That's what you're saying. Oh, um, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, I like opinion. them. <laughs> uh, so let's quickly go over some trivia. So we've both been to the episode. Um, the name on the side of Ben's van, Canton Rainier, is an anagram of reincarnation. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Goody. Uh, first, first mention of Vajira. Uh, the discovery of the bottle and the outriggers suggest the time shifting of spiders have moved into the future. Well, yeah. Um, on the searcher, the boat, Jin, Michael, and Sawyer. Kate names Jin, Michael, Sawyer as example of people who are lost on the island, although none of those people are technically dead. Spoiler. Oh, it says Michael never passed on, but he's still dead that's a bad call bad i actually call. i'm glad you mentioned that because i forgot to bring that up it's like why are they the three examples what about boone like what about <laughs> <Michael>. you, you know 
<laughs> Poor Boone always gets it. And doesn't, um, is it Locke or somebody mentioned Shannon name at one point? Like, who did you see? Did you see yourself? Shannon? Like, just <laughs> random name drops of former characters from Lost in this episode. Steve? <laughs> yes! Where's Steve? <laughs> Where's what's the face Nikki. drowning in the water? Um, oh, Joanna. Joanna Dirtface. What's, where's Joanna? <laughs> I love this. this Jack says, Sawyer's not dead. It's like he did jump like the biggest free fall from a helicopter ever into the middle of the ocean with no sight of the island anywhere. It's not a bad call to think he might be dead. And then also, same with Sawyer. Um, like, Sawyer's right to think that everyone else is dead. Like, he's like, I saw the boat blow up, I saw this. And was it Juliet or Locke? like, well, they're not dead. And Sawyer's like, what are you talk- fucking talking about? They all blew up. <laughs> but this whole line purely exists just to bring back the idea of Jin might be alive. And Ooh. it's like... And then he is. Yeah, whatever. Uh, one of the time shifts brings characters to the first season. The original characters, Boone, Shannon, Michael, and Charlie, are all referenced. Ooh. Didn't, didn't pick that uh, up until I read the trivia of <laughs> Who's this Boone person they speak of? Is that true or is that just what happened in the episode? Uh, David Boone, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> We very uh, local reference. <laughs> There's one for our Tasmanian listeners. <laughs> we learned that Jack was finally suspended from practicing at St. Sebastian Hospital. Oh, been yeah, waiting for that. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Sun surveillance part, uh, surveillance report is partly legible. It's been discovered that the report is an altered version of a report from an online game unrelated to Lost. <laughs> So they just copied. <laughs> copied Plagiarism in Lost. <laughs> uh, let's see. For the translated French dialogue among the science team members, see the transcript. Oh, clearly, we, clearly, we planned uh, this segment. Uh, for the second time, Jin has been adrift, only to wake up without understanding the people around him. Oh, uh, the first episode being in a dream. <laughs> Uh, and Jorge Garcia confirmed in a blog that it was him reading the numbers in the transmission. However, Greg Nations explained that this was an Easter egg rather than a plot point. Awesome. Uh, Emily DeRapper makes her season five debut, but only via archive footage. I wonder if she got paid uh, for that. I wonder if that's a thing, though, like if you, you get a royalty for that or something. Like, I mean, I, she, I don't think she's credited still on the cast issue anymore, so... I don't know how that no, works. I do love that it says here that they filmed additional material for this scene, but they used to stand in. <laughs> oh, poor Claire. Oh. Can't get her. Emily we could get Durabin. Emily for this scene. No, no, get a stand in. Put a wig on it. <laughs> Emily Durabin becomes the second and final main character to appear uncredited in archive footage. Oh. <laughs> After Kelly Sanchez, uh, which is Nikki in Gion. Oh, jeez. Uh, Often comparable, those two. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much it. Unanswered questions. Uh, who is in the Outrigger? Well, actually, and I'm just seeing here, um, Lostpedia has an unanswered question section here. Uh, so they have, who are the pursuers in the Outrigger? Who ransacked the beach camp? But you've also got here, which I didn't think about this one. Since Danielle met Jin in 1988, why didn't she recognise him in 2004? Oh, yeah. That's a bit of a uh, 
interesting one, but I don't know if it's an unanswered question because I guess you can explain it a way of uh, A, she's crazy, mm-hmm. and B, she doesn't really have any scenes with Jin in the entire show. So I don't think it's an unanswered question. It's more of a, yeah, that's a bit silly, but you can kind of explain it in your own head. It's kind of like, you know, on, say, Back to the Future, how they get there and they're like, why don't they, when they have Marty, think he looks like that kid that they saw in high school? Like, I barely remember who I met yesterday. Like, am I really going to all of a sudden be like, (laughs) fuck, that guy I saw on the beach, like, 16 years ago. Are you him? Like, I I don't know if random person I met somewhere is going to cause such, like, maybe if I recognize you. she's nuts. Yeah, well, exactly. And she's French. You know, so that explains a lot. So, uh, yeah. It's kind of like the droids in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, although I think you would remember them more than uh, this, but... Yeah. I mean, one of them did get built by Darth Vader, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Colin, Colin is very uh, defensive on the the droid thing. I think it's a little st- stupid, but I would, I would remember the droids. I think R2-D2 has just spent his entire life being tortured that he knows everything. Um, you know, at least C-3PO had his memory wiped like 18 times. So, <laughs> Also, can I just want uh, to speak of memory wiping, I really thought they were going down the path of amnesia with Charlotte. And if they can make her even worse, it's giving her amnesia. Like, <laughs> holy crap, if she had have had amnesia, I would have shot myself. Uh, well, speaking of Charlotte, next episode, she's dead. Yes! Um... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, so next week is uh, This Place is Death, mm. which I've always thought is kind of a funny episode. It's very dramatic. This Place is Death. Uh, but there's going to be Sun and Chin, so we like them. Uh, finally, everyone's in one place at the marina, and then off-island we're going to get the adventures of Jin and Hot Russo. There's some cool scenes there with the monster uh, and the sickness. So I'm excited to see Hot Russo. Uh, and we get the death of Charlotte. Spoilers. Uh, oh, who gives so yeah, shit? next week is this place is death. I I don't even care to spoil it. Like I've been hanging on for this one all the time. And again, no <laughs> no offense to Rebecca Mader. I I recently shared with you an episode of um of White Cost I watch <laughs> where Charlotte and Naomi got to know each other. Let's just say that. Um, but. Yeah, no, she's going to die next week. And do and am I correct in assuming I'm I'm sort of flicking through the uh, the recap here for next week on Lostpedia that uh, we get a, a John Terry appearance? Christian Shepherd's back next week. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I don't remember that, but I believe it. I'm glad you believe it. I'm glad Lostpedia isn't lying to me. So if it is, um, I'm sorry, John Terry fans. Who are oh yes, next yeah, week. it's uh, with Locke. And the awkward, yeah, I remember. That's awkward. Say hello to my son. Uh Who's your son? (laughs) I made a bad Uh, joke, move on. Yeah, I didn't acknowledge it. (laughs) I'm glad I just made it worse by acknowledging it. What's wrong with you, Ben? Um, So, yeah, that should be fun. This place is death. It's kind of like the last episode of this sort of first six setup. And then after that, the season really kicks into gear from Thank episode Lord. seven onwards, or uh, six onwards. So uh, that's kind of the end of an era next week. Uh, so look forward to that. In the meantime, uh, let us know what you thought about The Little Prince uh, and Kate. 
and yeah what a random episode uh worse than i remember yeah i um i again didn't expect a bin it coming in but we did so um both of our first bin since episode 10 of last season something nice back home so there you go <laughs> jack <laughs> <laughs> bloody jack uh yeah so next week should be fun uh in the meantime do all the stuff that you do and a big apology to jared yes Lubin. i apologize jared uh, i really profusely apologize but not to france i don't give a fuck about you no uh yeah so th- that's it from us uh my name is noah and Oh, this episode. <laughs> I don't know what to say. No, I love being in LA County, too. And my name is Ben, and Noah, go away. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff yes sir do you like having access to your favorite podcast hosts in a way like never before yeah absolutely do you wish you had access to our old survivor oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online oh yeah if you answered yes to one two or all of those questions then get excited because the oz network is now on patreon That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. (laughs)